Welcome to Spinner Rack. This is the official comic book podcast of Secret Friends Unite's Patreon. This is exclusive for all Patreon members who are are in are at our best buds and uh, above level. And a big shout out to our newest member, Corey Dirig Hudson. Thank you for joining our Patreon. Oh yes, you're you're a gem. You had us on your podcast, so we appreciate that. And uh, it was it was great to do that with Corey. He's a great person. Yes, indeed. We appreciate the support. And Todd, where do yeah. where do people they where do people find uh, Corey's show out there in the world? Plug, plug, plug. Uh, Boss Rush Media is the best way to do it. Uh, you can go on Twitter, search there. They have a website where you can check out all their content. They have a YouTube channel. Uh, they also have their Patreon. I'm assuming it's at Patreon.com/slash Boss Rush Media. Um, and then we also had uh, their a co-host of theirs, Stephanie, on Co-op Mode. Oh. So they're a great team, and we're hoping to have more of those folks on our shows as well because they're great. Um, but also along with that, uh, Jamie Prinky, she's our best bud. So thank you, Jamie, for being along in this ride and our bffs sean stella and henry nias missy merchant annie milliken uh you guys are the best and you make the show possible and hopefully you're enjoying it and reading and learning more about comic books along the way and on this journey in comics i've got my friend charlie carden along for the ride vroom vroom well what do we got and, and you know what we've gotten to the point where i let you pick these comics and you have not disappointed this one was definitely very different for me from back in came out in 2013 tell me about this book yes call it's a comic called east of west it was originally published by image uh came out september 11 2013 and it's still an ongoing series and the one we're going to talk about is the first that captures issues one through five uh and it's actually uh called the promise is what the first uh one through five issues covers and just a little subtle background on this and you and if you want to read along with us pause and come back um, yes. And then listen to that. But you can get this book on Comixology and also comic uh, book stores. Uh, you know, if you want to order it online uh, as a trade, you can do that as well. Uh, but we read it through Comixology. Mm -hmm. This is set in dystopian 2064 United States. Uh, it's essentially it's an alternate history where an asteroid hits the Earth and uh, especially I believe it's middle America. We don't yeah. exactly know. Right. Actually. And it creates a truce, essentially ending a civil war where the civil war never ended. And this lands, I believe, in like 1908. Yeah. So it essentially ends the civil war and they get the six warring parties come together. So it's weird that there's actually all of these different parts of the of, of America now because it essentially diverted into seven different nations right. within the United States. Uh, those nations are the Armistice the Union, the Confederacy, the Kingdom of New Orleans, the Endless Nation, the Republic of Texas, and the People's Republic of America. Along the way, uh, the ruling class of China actually came to America and formed a their own state right. within America. Right, yeah, the, along, uh, the, along the West Coast. Yeah, and it was, it was uh, particularly um, bold imagery of a very – you know, Asian Chinese version of the Golden Gate Bridge, if you figured it was the Bay Area, because yeah, back in, you know, 1908, that was before the gold rush. And, you know, we started really getting, uh, you know, people from the East traveling West uh, to start to occupy California. Railroads. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Connecting the country. But, yeah, yeah. But the Chinese uh, came and they took that over first. And then, yeah, because of this. Um, so, yeah, it was it was funny. I read, you know, I finished like you, I finished reading this today. But I when I read the first part, I was like, 
I, I didn't get a lot of this. So yeah, this was, and I, and I don't know if this was written to the point where all of this was in the first trade or some of it was in the first trade, but this was all in the first trade. Yeah, it, yeah. it was, it, you had to, to really, it, and so, I, so this is a little bit more of a complex book. Yeah. It's a science fiction, like I said, alternate history, the United States, the war never ended. This essentially ended it. Um, and then along the way that, that this sets up basically setting a new kind of status quo for the United States, um, you essentially had um, these people on writing this message. They got essentially a message sent to them that they're writing it down and they're putting it different places. And it's different people that have parts of this message. And um, so so it's like, it it ends like the infinity stones, you know, I got to kind of find them all and come together to make the message. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little different. And then, so it ends with actually, Chairman Mao Zedong uh, yeah. of the nation is he's the last one to get the last message. And he actually puts it in his memoirs mm-hmm. and that completes the message, which is essentially it's the apocalypse, right? Apocalypse is happening. And so based on that, the story is really about um, these different representatives of each nation mm-hmm. in cahoots with the message to carry it out, which is, the end of the world. Right. And they are doing this in league with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, and that's kind of where this is at. Yeah. And, but we've got one string of this piece of this information, which is a little different. Yeah. Um, and, and apparently the four horsemen um, come back different times right, yeah, throughout history born and yeah they because the, you, you do catch that because one you know the one is like well i was you know a beautiful you know female blah 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 and now i remember born as a little boy or whatever and ah uh, you know and but they're exactly they're still out there murdering in big piles and this was especially when i saw the, the people's republic of america the chinese state that was along the west coast very much reminded me of todd did you ever watch some of or finish watching on uh, on amazon prime the the man in the high castle about you know how if I did not, but yeah, I heard good things if, about it. Yeah. yeah, if how the if how the Axis powers won World War Two, and uh, you know so uh, you know Japan took over the West Coast, um, the Axis powers and you know Germany took over the East Coast, and they kind of met in the middle with a no man's land. And so this this is very very similar to that. But um, and of course there was a uh, there was an all history episode of Star Trek Enterprise where it was the same thing. Our crew ended up in a past where uh, the Nazis made it to America and they had taken over a decent chunk of the East Coast and the Midwest and and kind of where, where the story evolved from there. So, yeah, I just, you know, having read the first part, uh, I, you're right, you really do have to drill down and and pay a little bit stricter attention, which I did when I was reading this because we read five issues and the fifth issue ended with a transitional bit where they're obviously going to move on and do a little bit more story um, from this. Is th- Was this something that was ongoing? This was written by Jonathan Hickman, who's very famous yep. in Marvel parlance because he did a he did a run on the Fantastic Four, which was I've not read it. Shame on me, but it's supposed to be second to none as far as kind of a, a second second or third golden age of of that comic. Um yeah, Hick, Hickman. He is he is an architect. That's the best way to put it. Way he just does start something. Yeah. He starts small, lays all these seeds. Mm-hmm. You know, plants all these seeds. Mm-hmm. So they you don't always see the big picture as he's doing it, yeah. but he always builds to something. Yeah, he did that with the Fantastic Four. He did that with the Avengers, and then he did that. Uh, he's he did that with the X Men. So he is someone that's known for. I'm telling a story. And it's going to start small and it's going to get big and it'll definitely deliver. Um, it's essentially this series ended 
2019 at 45 issues. So I don't know if that was what his plan was to build to a 45 issue arc. It might be because it's a, a story where uh, essentially, uh, to your point, this it, what you, you finally get to the crux of what this is all about is it's a division between the four horsemen of apocalypse. Death along the way fell in love. Mm-hmm. He saw the daughter of Mao Zedong uh, basically a killing machine. Yeah. She was a warlord. She was just just killing and conquering, and death fell in love with and her. It was a and essentially, love connection, baby. <laughs> exactly. They had right. a child, and he essentially no longer wanted to play nice yeah. and end the world. Right. Because that would mean he would lose the one he loves yep. and things like that. Um, so we we find out why they are apart because death is is finally been looking for his his wife and he's looking for his child right and that is a big thing it was presumed that um and we he ends up getting enough information to find out where his wife actually is and then that leads to the big and his wife resents him because uh he left to do some business and that's when she essentially was kidnapped and captured yeah and and de-handed yeah, because yeah, she yeah, that was a very very gory this book though. They do some cutaways and stuff, but a lot of heads being blown off and at some point mm-hmm. the, yeah, the the wife of death uh her hands were lopped off so she has, you know, big scary mechanical hands that she grabs her sister who's the other warlord under, you know, Mao the 3rd and squishes her face and then yeah, she lops off her fa- Mao the 3rd her father's head and well, yeah. But yes, it's cool. Yeah. 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 So, it, yeah, because the whole along the way, we find out that, um, it, you know, she's been held prisoner and they're still scared of her. <laughs> like she's got her in a prison. And right, and, even and though right she's in chains, yeah. they're worried. Yeah. And so death is on the scourge to find where she is. He finds out where she is mm-hmm. and is searching for her. And that's where he brings. And he's got some compatriots with him, uh, uh, some Native uh, Americans, mm-hmm. uh, a, a witch and a high priest of war. They go clean house. And nice. that's when they, and that has the, the information, though, that actually in this space where the, the meteor, the, the asteroid landed, um, that is where they're hiding Death's child. And everyone presumed the child was dead. Right. And this child is supposed to essentially be almost like the Antichrist, uh, supposed to be the end of the world. So they're going to try to protect it because they feel the prophecy refers to this child who will end the world. So that's kind of loose. Yeah. Yeah. So from a plot point, that's kind of where this whole series goes. Um, And it it definitely sets us up for what's next. Yeah. And um, I, I really wasn't sure what to expect. And once I got it all filtered out and kind of sorted, I'm like. Yeah, this is really cool. But to your point, Charlie, if it lost you along the way, then it was like, okay, trying to catch up. So I was I was doing a little research as I was reading this. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, and that helps too. I think the storytelling yeah. was yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of complex ideas very short, which is which is hard. It's not like Spider-Man's going on an adventure. You kind of have to figure out the sort of where the world is, mm-hmm. and then each character, and then kind of what the overall arc is. So I think yeah, right. in a lot of ways, I think it's really good. It's just a little you have to work at this one yeah. versus it's just given to you on a plate and it's very simple. Right. So um yeah. So o- overall, I mean, um, I liked it. I thought it was really cool. I thought the art was excellent. I thought some of the writing was really well done. Some of the quotes that are in like the interstitials between right, right. were really compelling. 
And um, some of the imagery was really haunting, mm-hmm. but really well done. I thought the visuals right. were stunning at points. And I liked all of the different characters and what they brought to the table. Like you've got the conniving American guy who's kind of like playing both sides. Right. Uh, oh, you've yeah. got like the, the, uh, the you got the, the guy the, from Texas, Texas who's like, I don't believe this, but I'm going along with it. Yeah. yeah sounds good to me. Yeah. It's um, you're right. It's uh, deeply complex. Uh, and you're like I said, visually stunning. My, my, my only quirk or potential complaint is, and, and again, as you said, uh, Hickman being an architect is, is potentially it's inaccessibility, you know, and that you can't just, it, it's tough to just tune in and you don't necessarily know, uh, what is the length? So was this, you know, was this a limited series to- told in two volumes? Was it issues one through five and then six through 10 and then it was over? Or is this an ongoing deal? I mean, I don't know. You know, it's an ongoing. Oh, it's an ongoing. Okay. This is just the first five issues of 45 issues. Yeah. Oh, 45 issues. So they, they managed it. So, so along the way, then death leaves and then, you know, he's on his way to find his, you know, son Damien, the Antichrist or whatever it is. And then, you know, he's going to get into wacky adventures along the way and different part things are going to complicate. And, you know, it might be you know issue you know 30 when he finally gets there you know what i mean who knows but yeah it's um well it is a great story yeah if you're not dialed in from the beginning which is easy to do because you can access it in this format you can grab a trade paperback um after having listened to us if you subscribe to comiXology unlimited you're able to grab it there so it does exist out there you know what's nice about these days and the things that we've been talking about uh, versus when we were young was the the complete lack of accessibility when you had to go to a shop and get a single issue and borrow it from a friend or I've got issues one, two, and three, but not five, six, and seven. And then I've got, you know, number eight, but what the hell happened or how can I catch up? Or you get a reference that they give you the last risk, see issue, see issue three, you know, that you don't have to deal with that in the digital age, which, which I appreciate or in the age of the trade paperback, which is, um, which is very um, elemental to our friends who run comic shops of which we have many. So yes, uh, I'll give it, I'll give it kind of an A plus for its audacity, the boldness, the depth of the story, but you know it kind of a kind of a c for effort for accessibility you know because it's just it is really very very dense and 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 that's not a bad thing um because it does go outside the traditional scope of it todd as you always say capes and cowls of batman superman where it's just like superman did this thing this week and then next week he's doing something else where this is a very endemic to storytelling that we're very used to in in television these days where you've got a 10 episode season and it's a story and it's a through line and you've really got to follow it through and this is this is obviously you don't pick up you know issue seven and you're like oh i really enjoyed this one it's like it's just it's just a a part of it you know it's a part of a bigger whole um but again very cool story very deep depth i enjoyed you know, the allegory to how much I'd like that man in the high castle with that all, you know, history of where others have taken over the United States and it's bloody slaughter. And then it turns into real bloody slaughter with the end of the world coming along. So yeah, a cool read. I, I, I would, I would recommend it. I would recommend it. If you enjoy the, the deep dive, the think piece, I think this qualifies. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, typically a lot of comic books are like you're ongoing, like Marvel, DC. They just yeah. go on forever and you got new adventures. Uh, you do get like those just standalone stories that are like five issues and that's it. It's yeah. uh, it's done. Um, we do get these at, at a time where you get the books like Why the Last Man yeah. uh, or other Preacher, Saga yeah. or whatever that are more like we're telling a long form story, but it will end. It's not going to be like 
10, 20 years later, we're still telling the same story. Right. And I like where comic books can do that, where a lot of things don't. Like a TV series. Some TV series are meant to go five seasons, and that's it. Right. Um, so you can get a little bit of you get a little bit of flavor, and that's what this this series really is. It's more of an ongoing, but it's telling a complete story and will end on the writer's uh, desire to end it versus yeah. it got canceled because nobody was reading it. Right, exactly correct. So, well, cool, good deal, nice pick. What uh, d- have you done our next pick yet? So I can start reading it, or aren't we there? Um, yet? I was looking for a Marvel one. I was trying to figure it out, but I think we're going to do um, a, a, a book. I'm trying to remember the name. It's uh, well, you better. <laughs> uh, I will find it and, and share it with you. But, That's um, fine. Yeah, uh, because at this point, yeah, I'm trying to mix it up, have a little bit of an indie, uh, something more st- mainstream. And yep. in Marvel, I was just trying to. So I had a couple in mind. I had one that I, I think, and maybe we'll do this one. It's called, um, it's a Marvel comic, but it's kind of a niche one. It's called Next Wave Agents of Hate. Next Wave Agents of Hate. Uh, you know what? Don't spoil it um, because our fine patrons are going to tune in uh, tune in a couple of weeks from now and end up hearing this anyway. So, yeah, cool stuff. So, yeah, all right. I love it. So, cool. Patreons, thanks for joining in. Um, hopefully, you're enjoying both this show. You're enjoying the show that I put on where we talk about – we break down older seasons of TV shows, the movie show that I do with my wife that Todd's going to join us for the next one where we're going to talk about Wing Commander. Todd, we got to get that scheduled uh, so we can get that crap fest out. <laughs> I hope I don't have to pay for it oh, is all yeah. I'm saying. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, but yeah, and 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 certainly more to come. So Patreon, thanks for joining us. If you're listening to this in the future date on a free feed, uh, you can visit patreon.com slash secretfriendsunite to get signed up. Lots of different ways that you can show support, and we do love you for it. Todd, where do people find you out there? Uh, for all things just myself, uh, on Twitter, at Tioxtra, talking about sports, video games, and all things goofy and wacky of the world of media and geekdom. Uh, and other than that, just check out everything Secret Friends Unite at secretfriendsunite.com and check out our Patreon, please. Do that, absolutely. And uh, you can find me over on Twitter at the C3. Go ahead and spell it out. My wife, April, and I do run one of the largest chapters of the international Star Trek fan club in the world, the USS Grand Petoskey. We're based here in West Michigan, but you can find us on a website of that name. I would be very happy to help you find a group of Trekkers. No matter where you live, we can make that connection. So I said a website of that name and across all socials. With that, uh, I will say goodbye. Peace out. Uh, Sharing is caring and keep on trucking. Excelsior! I love it! This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.